cool. So, um, Game I'm recording back. now, and it's supposed to tell you that I'm recording with Vigo. Yep. Okay, cool. I can't see myself. What happened? You can't see yourself? I gotta switch my screen up here. Okay, there you go. Now you're good. You were split screen or something. Yeah, it should be split screen. You should right. be able to see. Can you see me full screen right now? Yeah, and I'm just a little guy in the corner. Yeah, it should be that way. I don't know if he's watching. Oh, yeah. Why would, why would anyone watch? <laughs> because. All right, Proctor. Thanks for coming on the podcast. This is the second time around, and it's a social podcasting. Or, sorry, distance podcasting. Distocast. Kent Proctor. <laughs> Special um, guest. Yeah. Um, Squamish and Whistler. It's not very, not very distant, but um, yeah, man. Thanks for coming on my show. I was cool that you texted me to come on the show. I, we were trying to figure it out for a long time, but uh, it has been a long time. You were like one of my first real guests. I think so. I, I don't know. I was, it was he was into it, and I was kind of like, "Is he really doing this thing?" And then I think I watched the show, and I'm like, "Yeah, this is this is for real." So I'll I'll get I'll get in on it for sure. I don't yeah. want to miss what's happening here. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. No, first one's good. People liked it. You got one of the more uh, watched episodes, I think. Yeah, I think my uh, my intense privacy settings and all my social media really helped that out. <laughs> yeah, my, right. Yeah, you were driving. All my driving followers. That's right. Who's joining us? Oh, we got Ty Clavette happening here. I know everybody, actually. Hey, everyone. This is my brother, Proctor. Um, and this is, I don't even know what episode this is. I haven't done one in so long. It's like episode 34, maybe. But um, We should just go with that. Yeah, maybe 34. All right, you got a beer or anything, man? What are you doing? Are you just hanging out? No, <laughs> I, I, uh, I, knew, I think the deal was you're supposed to crack it on the show, right? Well, it doesn't really matter. But... Um, as we discussed earlier, I outdated Skype and my technical difficulties yeah. really pushed me to open it about 10 minutes before we joined up. So. Dude, your last login on <laughs> Skype was 2010, you said? I don't know. It was before, like I said, it was, I didn't even know Microsoft owned it. I had to create a Microsoft account and I was like, what's go- <laughs> what is going on in the world, man? Right. Everything's changed. Microsoft. So I bet you the Microsoft owns everything, man. They own, vac- they own vaccines and everything. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, 10 years on Skype, I, I bet, because you had to wait. There was like half an hour of updates going on or something, right? Uh, yeah, kind of. I think I tried the wheel of death thing a few times, and then I gave up and then went back to the classic reboot everything. That didn't help, as typically happens. So then I reinstalled, which did seem to help, and that's what led me down the Microsoft path to relaunching my uh, my account. So. And then, well, now uh, here we are, here man. We are. Here we are. <laughs> we are. Yeah, we are here. So, um, I everybody's talking. I mean, there's all. We're all we gonna. T- we're probably gonna end up talking about this current issue in our lives, I guess. But, um, how's family life going, man? How's uh? How, you're not really around to homeschool your kids, right? But you're. That's what's happening right now. Yeah, there's. You're working. You have. You're still working, right? So that's good. Well, there's two things. There's two. One, one, of the, one thing with this uh, isolation thing or with this social distancing thing um, got me into some stuff that made me want to get back on the podcast. Right. So I can take you. I can talk to you about that in a little bit. But I'll, I'll go over what's going on here. This is because we're we're about as typical family as you can get. Yeah. Maybe not, but yeah, because we the homeschool thing is insane. Um, just how how much fell on you know somebody in a household. Here it's not me; it's my wife, who's uh, Angie. Who, I have no idea how she found the extra gear to take that on, because like, you know, two little kids full time is a big deal. And then, oh yeah, by the way, 
they're not going to go to school. <laughs> they're going to be with you all the time, yeah. 24 hours a day, man. Yeah. Uh, you're going to wake up. They're going to be there. You're going to have lunch. They're going to be there. You're going to go to bed. Gonna, which which sounds amazing, but there is a limit. So I'm not really sure how people handle that. Angie's doing a good job. But uh, I think um, the school system here, like they they pushed out a lot of good help and, you know, like with online resources and home education and stuff to really help people get going. So I don't know. There's a lot of good that came out of it. I think it'll, for us, the kids have been hanging out together more, which is good. And um, mm -hmm. we're hanging out as a family more, which is good. But yeah, the homeschool thing blows me away. Um, for me, I'm still working, so I didn't really, and I'm not the most social guy. So kind of a lot of guys I work with, it kind of fits in. We're like, yeah, man, <laughs> this is actually yeah this is okay you know, it can go for a while yeah. as weird as that sounds but yeah so we're just working away and it's good but yeah because like happy to be working thankful to be working i mean nephew there my nephew there he seems like you're saying he's learning to talk pretty fast you think because it's there's so much going on in the house and there's always like he's always somebody there but if you were saying maybe i just heard this or i don't know if i remember this or not but i might have been baked but I think you said something about your. Uh, he's like learning to talk pretty fast, and maybe faster than what he would have. Yeah, I think it's. Because um, he sounds like he like he's almost carrying a conversation for the most part. Yeah, there's probably two, two bits to that. There's the developmental piece. Maybe he's there at that point where it's okay. You know, I can I can figure out all my words and stuff. Right. But I also think that a lot of kids, when they're spending more time with their older siblings, oh, he's um, super rather shabby. than rather well rather than kids their own age. So you know, kids in preschool or whatever, they're spending the whole day with you know, three, four-year-olds, two-year-olds, whatever, and they're all at the same level, you know, talking the same language. And then you take right. that same kid who's who's ready to learn or talk and you put them in with a kid who's like three or four or five years older than them, plus Full the time. adults, plus everyone's FaceTiming and Zooming and everything else. Mm. You're always talking to somebody. So I think that's uh, that's been, and it's been cool because he's now he can talk and he, he, you know, he tells you what he wants, tells you what he doesn't want. You know, he's got he's commentating all the time. It's pretty good. So Yeah, he's pretty funny, man. He's a, uh... Yeah, I mean, I have no idea. Like, I live solo, so I have no idea what it's like to live with, like, a bunch of kids. But we've been talking a bunch every time we FaceTime. It's cool because I've been FaceTiming with, like, even just other friends I haven't talked to in so long. You know, like, you know, you know Matt McIsaac and a few friends back in Ontario. I haven't talked to them, in, like, like, you know, randomly. Yeah. We've been talking, like, every other day, you know, FaceTime party. People I don't even know. I go on these, like, five, like, these six-person FaceTime calls with a bunch of his friends. I have no idea who they are. Yeah. Um, it's pretty interesting. It's funny how that would never have happened if it wasn't, no, uh, if this if it wasn't the case. So as much as like keeping me st like inside and stuff, and I you know I go and do things, but uh, it's interesting how it's expanding the social network through social networks in a time where you're kind of pent up in a space that's like you know my apartment, 900 square yeah. feet, just like you can't actually crazy... network. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah. uh, I think it gave. It gave people a lot of time, which they, which right out of the gate, everyone's like, yeah, this is going to be so much time on our hands. And you think it's going to make you a little bit crazy. And I can't imagine, like I said, I can't imagine your situation where you've got all this time and space, like you're in your own, you're in your own home, but there's nobody coming and going and you don't have to be anywhere, really. It's a really, it's a really, because I, you know, a lot of people I work with, you call, you call them up and we're used to getting together and talking and stuff. And it's like, no, I haven't left my apartment in like two weeks. You're like, how do you do that? Like, so it's a, it's yeah. a weird it's a weird thing and then but then yeah I think the other side is you get all this time to connect with people that you probably want to but didn't really have the chance now you're like I've done my list man I've counted yeah. my rolls of toilet paper I've painted yeah. my house three times I can uh, you know 
I can do my dishes with four times a day. And now I got time on my hands. I'm going to call somebody. You know what I mean? I think there's yeah, a it's... progression. But anyway. You mentioned paintings. I've painted my house. I painted two walls in my house so far. I'm doing like little bits at a time when I have time. But yeah, it's cool, man. I know it's interesting. It's like a, I mean, there's so many people so talk about it so much and so so much news about like what's right and what's wrong. And, um, you know, I deal with a lot of people in Ontario and things are a bit different there, but, uh, yeah, we're lucky here to be honest with you. I think. Yeah. But you build a sandbox on the weekend for your kids or, uh, Oh man, I got, what have I got going on now? I got, yeah, since we're at home all the time, you can't go to, it was a big deal when they closed the parks, right? And you're like, yeah, right. You go to the park and we're like, Hey man, don't lick the slide. Don't lick the slide. What are you doing? Like, don't touch it. And so <laughs> then you pull the kids off of that. They close them up and you're like, okay, that's awesome. Except now you got nothing to do. So, uh, yeah, I scrounged it up. We got a, we got the sandbox going. The kids are into that. Um, we got the jungle gym thing, which we had already, but they're using it all the time. And, uh, people are just helping each other out. So our neighbor is like got a daughter, I think who's probably just coming out of backyard playing age, you know? And she's like, I got this swing set. I don't need it. I don't want it. You know, anybody want it. So we were like, yeah. So I go grab it, put it back together, you know, tweak it a little bit, tighten it up. And the kids love it. And it's like, I don't know that those sort of things, the sharing around the community would happen as much if people weren't like, you know, conscious of someone else's situation. Right. They're like, that person's got two little kids crushing them all day long. They could yeah. use a half an hour break with a swing set. So there you go. So it's kind of cool. I think that was pretty good. Yeah, I think it, that's what's cool about this. Like it, it's it's almost like we're deciding that there's more important things. Obviously, if you're not affected by it, you're healthy. You know, if that's if your focus isn't trying to be healthy, but if you, you're getting more affected by the way you interact with humans because you know we're being told to not hang out with people, whether that's right or yeah. wrong, already believe it or not, we don't have to hang out with people and. But you want to. I mean, once you can't do something, it's like when you're in class and something's funny and you're not supposed to laugh, you're like, it makes you laugh even harder when you're in school. Yeah. Now it's like, don't talk to anybody. You're like, well, I want to talk to people. You've realized once it's been taken away, that's yeah. how important things are. Yeah, I think for me a little bit, it's kind of the flip side. I'm kind of like, all right, everyone has to be like me now. They're going to come home and hang in the face. Right. Not right, yeah, you're like, like yeah. right on, here we go. The world is, <laughs> is, is uniting under this. It is funny not, if you're if you're already a recluse like you know I live on my own I don't I don't really I mean I go out a lot but like oh man I'm just if you're already uh in like an isolated person you're either good with it or once the option is taken away you yeah. don't want to do it anymore you're like I need to get out and talk to people you need yeah, things yeah yeah, yeah. You see I find I have not, sorry you see people not being able to handle it like you see people like you know they're trying you can see them they're like maybe okay they start off with like hey man I'm two meters okay okay I'm like I'm like what you know 187 i'm getting closer i'm like half a meter i'm like i'm right there and it's like whoa because they can't can't help themselves right you know what's funny is like i go to the grocery store and all of a sudden the two meter barrier is out the window you you, everybody waits in line at the grocery store you wait two meters apart and then you get in the grocery store and it's just like i'm like excuse me pardon me you're still in the same kind of walk by people and uh it it was good early on but it's getting worse now i think people are losing it a bit yeah and it's been a while it's been a long time so it's been like five weeks is that right how long has it been I think it's like seven, I think, since, since the... <clears throat> it was that one weekend that you and I went for a bike ride before it really all started, and that was the last time I actually came down and saw you guys. I was probably like... <clears throat> yeah. In March. Yeah, because the kids got out of... For, the kids got out for March break, and then we were like, okay. And then I think maybe other provinces were saying, okay, you're not coming back to school. Like, this is it. School closes, yeah. you're done. We were, they were saying here, like, okay, well, we don't know yet. Like, okay. And I think they made the call halfway through. And then I think we saw, we officially sort of here, we're saying, okay, it started, you know, kids, kids spring break, whatever day that was, 13 or something. Anyway. Yeah. It's like, um, he just gave me the finger. Fuck you, Pete. 
but I'm waving to him anyway. Um, I only got two, two people are watching this right now. It's a shame. I'm gonna end this right now. Bye. We're thanks, for, thanks for attention, everybody. Um, no. We lost all the viewers all that quickly. Holy smokes, man! I had 14 viewers. <laughs> Down to two. It's amazing. Just get bored of it. Um, yeah, man. Like, um, so I think uh, you said you had some stuff you wanted to bring up. Yeah. So the thing. So uh, I wasn't a big net. I was a big Netflix guy, and then I lost. I didn't do Netflix for a long time because you know kids and everything else. It's hard to find like half an hour or whatever. Um, but like you said, this whole thing is like, you got a bit extra time, right? So I'm, yeah. I'm playing around and stuff and, um, I tried to watch comedians and cars getting coffee like five times. Cause you kept telling me it was awesome. I know you're a big Seinfeld guy yeah, and all that sort of stuff. And I've never really been, I mean, I enjoy laughing and stuff, but I've never been a comedian guy. And so I don't know which one it was. I was, you know, I just started right at the beginning. I started watching him like, and he starts talking about comedy as like, a like a way of life almost. Okay. And a lifestyle, I guess, and the like the the way comedians see the world. And I was yeah. like, okay, like yeah, it's funny. This is definitely funny. But then <laughs> yeah. I'm starting to appreciate like the whole idea of comedy, and I'm like, I need to get on and talk to Ryan about this because it's like it's interesting, and I appreciate it now more uh, than before. Obviously, right. Seinfeld was a great show and everything, but I'm like, I kind of maybe I understand, or maybe I can see why you're so into it, or we're so into it. I don't know if you still are, but oh man, I, that's all I do now. That's all I watch. Like it's pretty funny. Like the 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 way they view the world and they take that apart and just sort of, mm-hmm. you know, hammer away on stuff is hilarious. Well, everything's kind of absurd. Like everything they look at, like even if like they talk about like you know and tragedy and all these things, but everything is so absurd if you look at it a certain way, right? Like you know, yeah. like socks can be fucking absurd, or like you know, whatever you're doing can be strange. And I think that way outlook on life, it's so funny to me. And I love to hear when uh, comedians talk about like, when they're not being comedians, they're just talking to other people and they talk about their ins and how they, how they see things. Yeah. It's almost, that's so entertaining to me because I feel like there's, there's like the heart of this, like you just think there's an absurdity in everything for the most part. And things are pretty funny. And honestly, like what's better than laughing? There aren't, I mean, maybe sex, something like that, but like, if when you're laughing, man, there's fucking nothing else matters, right? When your mouth's open and you're laughing, yeah. your hearing goes away, right? Like it's like when you yawn, you can't hear things, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and when you're laughing, things are just everything's blocked off. Even the joke that's happening, like when when your comedian's talking, they have to have that pause because the laughing's in the way. If yeah. they keep talking when the laughing's happening, so I don't know. I just think that nobody gets enough laughter. Um. Some people are like, I feel like some people are like kind of like shy to laugh. They don't want to laugh because they feel vulnerable when they're laughing. Yeah, that's true. But man, I just think laughing's awesome. Like I laugh, it's just, <laughs> it's just like, even like you watch and you laugh, it makes me want to laugh. You know, like even like, yeah. I don't know, but I pre, I thought that you're getting into comedy because, um, you know, I think uh, like a two second smile can change your day, I think, you know? Yeah. And the, like, like, this ha- is this is a time, time in the world when people need, need a bit of that, I guess, but. Yeah. It is pretty. It's pretty good. Well, um, a, a lot of um, oh, I'm waving to everybody. We got it back live. A lot of people have. A lot of comedians have put specials out on, on Netflix um, recently, and their I guess the numbers are pretty strong because everyone's just watching it, right? Like that's all everybody's doing. Well, you got so yeah. They talk about. Um, it's like I guess it's like me. They talk about having to get, you know, get the audience right. So you're in you're in whatever doing some stand up whatever you're doing. You got to you got to get the audience engaged, right? Yeah. Like into it. But now people got nothing to do. 
So they'll <laughs> yeah. they'll hang on for something, right? You could yeah. you could be you could be dying for like 20 minutes. You give them that one little thing, and they'll probably be grateful because they're like, man, I'm so bored. I got nothing to do. That one little bit was awesome. But it um, is, yeah, because like I said, like fun, laughing takes away your concentration. Whenever you're laughing, you can't concentrate. Whatever you're just like it's it blocks everything out, and that's something I never really thought of until. You know, not long ago, I was like, when you laugh, there's nothing that gets in the way of it when you're laughing. Unless somebody punch you in the ribs, you know, you step a toe or something like that. But like, yeah. for the most part, if you're laughing at something funny, usually when you laugh and you're watching something, you got to rewind it to see what you miss because you're laughing so hard. Yeah, you could, that's why you, I think you can watch some of that stuff over and over again. And you're picking up different things, right? The nuances of it and stuff like that. It's pretty funny. Like, like the one, the funny the one, I can't remember which one, which episode it was, but they were like, they're dri- obviously they're in cars. Yeah. And they're driving along. And he's like... Uh, might have been, it was Jimmy Fallon, who I didn't appreciate before. Yeah. Like, I knew I knew he was good and I, all that sort of stuff. And I, I kind of lost track of uh, SNL for a while and whatever. He's like, they're like, that's a, you know, that's an original 1960 whatever Cadillac. And Fallon's like, and that's the original driver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's like 160 stuff. years old. I yeah. just kill myself laughing. Like little stuff like that, I would normally find funny, but I'm like, that's hilarious. The one um, thing that's tough is that a comedy does come at the expense of things sometimes, like a yeah, joke. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but sure. uh, it's, dude, I, that's all I do. Watch, I mean, I watched Groundhog Day. I think I watched it twice a day for like two weeks when the first thing first started. Oh, it felt so, it felt so comforting to watch it. Yeah. And then Bill Murray just, dude, that guy is so funny, man. See, they got to get that guy. Like, I don't know. See, I don't know what's, I mean, whatever. It's not in seasons, right? They didn't organize it in. Yeah, it goes in like, this Community Cars and Coffee goes in like, it's like six seasons in a row. So he films like seven of them or eight of them, and then he goes on the next one, right? There's no like... Yeah, but it doesn't say just, season one, two, and three. It says like light, dark. It's got this weird thing on Netflix. I can never sure, figure yeah. out where I am. I don't, anyway, I don't know. I don't think they've got Bill Murray on there, but they definitely, he would be amazing. I think he would be pretty funny. Dude. Yeah, you know what surprises me? He's only had, he hasn't had Costanza on only one time as a spoof for the Super Bowl, but not as a real, he had oh, him really? on as George Costanza. He didn't have him on as Jason Alexander. Huh. I don't know why I did that, but he's never been on since, and it's had like Elaine and and Michael Richards on. Um, yeah. Well, the Kramer one was good because he he had to he had to sort of talk about that. Um, Being a racist. His, <laughs> and he, he explained it. He's like he's like I just he's like I had a he had that whatever day a bad day, and he said I just lost it. Like whatever his real thoughts are, I can't you can't yeah. speak to that. But it was pretty. Like they, they t- I was like, are they going to talk about this or not? Are they just going to make it nice? And they didn't. They went right at it. And I was like, that's pretty good. Like, yeah. Anyway, it's pretty cool. I have a question. Did you wear that shirt specifically for this podcast, or what? Did you put it on? Uh, no. This shirt was for. We had a Cinco de Mayo party today. Oh, because it's Taco Tuesday too at the same time, right? Right. This was a big deal, and um, you, I also find that when your kids are home all the time, these things become a bigger deal. So we had like uh, decorations, we had hats, we had all the stuff. Right. Um, and then I was wearing the shirt after bedtime, which, of course, all dads basically fall asleep during bedtime. So they wake up kind of disoriented, wondering what's going on, what time it is. <laughs> yeah. right. And like, where am I supposed to be? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm like, oh, I'm wearing the shirt, man, because, like, it's the good time shirt. So hopefully this yeah. will be a good time if it fits. But. It's funny. I had, um, I, it's, I didn't really think clue in that it was Cinco de Mayo, but I, I bought some burritos the other day, some frozen burritos, like a quick snack. And I had one. But I didn't realize I bought, I bought the gluten-free one. I didn't know that was even things you could do. Like, and I got this thing. It looked like a piece of cardboard. So I feel like when I ate it today, now that you're looking, now that I'm looking back on it, the fact that I didn't realize it was Cinco de Mayo, and then Taco yeah. Tuesday at the same day, and the fact that I had a burrito that was made of gluten-free, I think I just like, I think I just ruined the theme of the whole day of even knowing it. It's okay. My my daughter uh, Josie um, assured us that this this will happen again in 2027. 
Really? So, Did you write so, that down? I'm gonna write that down. If that happens in 2027, if it's Taco Tuesday, if it's Cinco de Mayo on a Taco Tuesday in 2027, I will probably just just Did she, did she hear that somewhere? She just make that shit up. I don't know. I didn't. I don't know. I'm, I'm leaving it up to uh, to fate or something to figure that out there because it's pretty funny. But yeah, I think um, just delivered it with a ton of confidence. I'm like, oh, this is probably true then. It's anyway. funny, man. Kids are hilarious. Like kids have this like they just say stuff, and it can be so accurate and so wildly inaccurate at the same time. Yeah. But dude, if, if she's right, 2027, seven yeah, years from now. Write that down, everybody. <laughs> You maybe know. you won't. Maybe you'll go into Skype again for the first time. He does twenty-seven <laughs> yeah. again. I'll log in again. <laughs> write that down. Also, Let's it see looks like you're gonna answer the phone and be like, "Hi, how can I help you today?" And they get shit on by somebody for their internet not working or something. The way you got the headphone jack, the headphone jack on. That's the best. Yeah. It looks right. hilarious. It I, you know what? My call center equipment is coming in handy. Yeah. I wonder how call centers are going right now. I wonder if, what people are calling because everyone like like call centers right now. Like all you can do is call. Like I hear like people are going for like, a CERB, like the Canadian Emergency Relief Fund. Yeah. Imagine those call centers oh. or whatever. Like no oh, yeah. one's getting through. I see things on Facebook where it's like, I've been trying for like three days. I've been on hold for like <laughs> 24 hours, like literally. And I don't want to, it sucks. It's that see comedy. It's, it's not funny. That's where, it does no, suck. That, that, that's where it comes in. Cause you can picture a guy on hold, nowhere to go. Just cruising yeah. around his apartment. Like smashing the phone and like on Facebook and like no one's like, how that's hopeless so are you when you're on hold? I hear you. Yeah, you're right. And you, you, you hang on to that, that connection. For like dear life, if you call a credit card company or you call the, the Telus or uh, Rogers or whoever, and you get on, you get connected. Yeah, you're hanging on. You're like, there's no way you're hanging up, and you get yeah. madder and madder. And it's like the guy. At the the, end there's some dumbass voice that goes, "We appreciate your patience, and please wait." You're like, don't just say that anymore, because we all know that's bullshit, and you've been you're, using that recording for 30 years. Your call is just, important to us. I love that. Yeah. No, it's not. Like it should be like to hear comedy press one to hear you know lar- long screams to soothe yeah, your yeah. pain press two that's what you should do you should like listen to proctor's podcast we will we will Dude, break in when you're when your call is ready imagine you could say a company pays you to put your podcast on the hold so you it's like elevator music go. that's good holy that's shit there's an idea Dude. man you're done Every, everyone would hang up they would actually yeah, probably a good idea <laughs> just like this and like, everyone gets off this and doesn't want to join they're like i oh, were hanging up this guy sucks i can't take it anymore <laughs> Yeah, that would be awesome, man. If you want to hang up, just put my podcast on. Yeah, hang no, up I think um, that's how you pitch it to the businesses, right? Like, yeah. Well, podcasts like, are going off right now. Like I'm watching a bunch of them, and everyone's doing these Skype ones, and um, you don't get as many views because it's not as like visually stimulating, I guess. Um, well, wow, there's more. It, I get more to choose from. You know what? It actually it's helping me. Like I haven't done a lot, but when I do when I do them, it's like it helps me. Like because we're just kind of. I mean, we're not really. I mean, I can go and do things, and you know, you can kind of see friends and ten feet away and stuff, but. Um, it's hard to have these long conversations with people because everyone's just passing along and stuff. So it's cool to, I mean, you yeah. and I can talk on the phone and we have like our niece, my niece and nephew, Josie and Johnny running around and we're trying to talk. I stare at the ceiling because they put the phone down and stuff. But, um, <laughs> That's the best, eh? Johnny yeah, like, the phone. Boom. There you go, man. Yeah. He's like, staring, like? staring at his forehead for like an hour while he's running around the house. <laughs> and then they fight for it and then they don't even want to use it once they get it. But it's, it's been helping best. me a bit because, you know, I work all day and I have like just the idea that you were like, hey, you want this podcast? I was like, yeah, man, for sure I do because, um, yeah. We just talk about random stuff, you know, and laugh and everything else. And I think that's like, it gets you out of the regular, regular every day. Yeah, for sure. Because it gets monotonous, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's, the, a... that's the comedy thing. Like, you're going back to that again. It's like, you take the everyday life and they look at something in a different way and it makes it at least entertaining for a little bit. You mm-hmm. know? Um, you just have to you look at it in a, 
I don't know, step outside of your normal routine and look at it like, I don't know, like you, you got to be kind of have a bit of a dark side to laugh at things. Yeah, comedy, I think I mean, you, you do you, you laugh to bring people joy, but you kind of got to have a bit of a dark side to, to find that kind of humor and like the absurdity and things. Yeah. But dude, like thinking about getting bored, like I'll be in my house and I'm like, why am I in my bedroom? Like out of nowhere, I'm just standing there. I'm like, man, I gotta go do something. I gotta like, <laughs> like oh, I should get a glass of water. I mean, like you don't have anything to do but just decide what to do in the next 10 seconds. Yeah. And I always like, I find myself like standing in my kitchen, go, what am I doing here? And then I just like. Check out for a while. Oh, I'm back. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I was working for so long. I had my, I was sitting, I was sitting on a, on a, I sat on my island in my kitchen and I sat on like these little stools I have. Yeah. My feet were perched up on the little bar on the bottom. Super comfy. Dude, my legs both fell asleep, <laughs> dead asleep. And I went to get up today and I was like, oh, my feet, my legs felt like I were there on fire. And I was laughing so hard because I couldn't, I couldn't walk. I couldn't move my feet. Like, you know, when you can't touch, when you fall asleep, you can't touch it. So you can't, you're trapped. My, to get, you're I trapped couldn't, I couldn't touch the floor. I couldn't get off the stool to fix it. So I sat in the stool, like with my feet freaking out. I, I, I was like, he was so funny. I was there for like probably three hours straight. You got to make the 911 call and be like, hey, I'm trapped on an island. <laughs> I'm trapped on an island. What do you mean? Yeah. You're like, what? No, I'm, I'm in my apartment. My I'm legs trapped are dead. on an island. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sir. No, seriously. My legs are dead. Oh, man. I, do you, um, I've been falling asleep on the couch, just like waking up at like four in the morning, going, like, huh? Like, what's going on? Like, I have no idea. It's just oh, like, I got into that for a while, yeah. Yeah. It's tough, eh? Just couch sleeping. <laughs> couch sleeping in jeans. That's one of my favorite things, but not under the circumstance. I'm trying to put a new dent in a different part of my couch right now. Yeah. Like I've always sat in the same Break spot for real. There's like the choice spot. So I rearranged my living room so that I could sit in, so it's like a different orientation. So I can sit in a different spot on my couch. Yeah. And now I'm sitting across from it. And I can see the dent and the new dent I'm making. Yeah, it's awesome. It's progress, man. You don't want to wear your couch in one spot. Because if you got like yeah. a pristine couch in one fucked up spot at the other end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be comfortable. You, <laughs> yeah. you got you to gotta think of how many people have done that, like rearranging and decorating and stuff. Like the a paint store that we work with, part of our company deals a lot of paint. Um, as soon as this thing happened, they were so busy. Yeah, and, and like, cause everyone's just hanging out. Okay, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna look. I'm gonna, gonna paint something. I'm gonna redecorate. I'm gonna move my furniture around. Like, yeah, I bet that's like that is the number one. Well, it's got to be high up there in the things that people were doing. Well, but, yeah, uh, somebody was telling me the the paint stop. I took my uh, the the phone or the yeah, the phone. Fuck. Cause you did that, right? You painted around. You just you were saying. I had, yeah, I painted my apartment on the island the same color as my house, so I had. Yeah, the paint. Leftover paint. <laughs> yeah, um, but I stopped. You know what sucks, man? As I um. I did like I, put, I fixed a bunch of holes in the wall where my bike was hitting and like you know Levin was living here so they like pedal marks hit the wall and stuff like that and yeah. so I fixed it all it looked sick. A couple of days I leave my bike against the wall and it fell over and put a huge scratch. Yeah, that's wall. it. So I gotta that's do so it. awesome. Like, do it all again, man. <laughs> that's a Costanza right there. So yeah. Like, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I think. Huh. Uh, good. Well, there's just like people doing chores and people doing like so many cra- so much creativity going on. But that's I, I true. would love that's to know true. how much. How much data is being used? I had this weird thing. We were, uh, when it first started, we were trying to make phone calls at work, like on the cellular network, whatever it is, you know, I don't know. And it would kept, it kept dropping, like a call fail all the time. You have to call like 10 times, like just couldn't get a, couldn't get a connection anywhere. Really? It would depend, yeah, it would depend. Like we try to call like to like Langley or whatever around locally it was okay. And then you try to call somewhere and it was like call fail, call fail. You had to keep pounding on your phone to get it to go through. And it's now it's fixed except, um, you get uh, like it'll just say British Columbia. Like it won't say the call ID won't won't register. Oh really? 
and yeah, and then it'll say like, um, um, you know, like Alder Grove, wherever it won't tell you where. It, it's really weird because we still, I mean, we're still paying for all that stuff and all those features. But yeah, I don't, so I guess, I guess it's just like everyone's on, right? The system's getting worse. Everybody. It's, yeah, I wonder if it's yeah. gonna fail. I wonder if like the internet's gonna shut down or something. You know? Yeah. Well, they're gonna upgrade it, I guess, to that whatever 5G yeah. thing. So then we're good to go, I guess. Yeah, you know? I think that's in like four countries right now. I don't know how prevalent it is, but it's happening apparently. It's all that same yeah. conspiracy stuff. Like people say everything's, whenever something comes out, someone's like it's wrong or it's going to kill you and stuff. And I'm always curious if that's even, like who knows? Nobody knows how accurate this stuff is until it goes sideways 20 years later and go, yep, they were right or they were wrong. Yeah, should should have listened to those guys. Yeah, hey, damn it. Those guys with all the education, the technical guys, should have listened to them. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had your bug out at all, man, for this time? Driving around? Uh, no, but it, I'm really I've been watching the car shows again, back into the TV thing, and I'm like, I gotta get the gotta get it rolling. So I did charge up the battery and stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, it's on my list. It keeps getting closer. The last time I had it, it caught on fire, so I'm really a little bit. Oh I'm, yeah. Right. I'm a little bit leery to fire it up again. Yeah. No pun, no pun intended, but. Um. Yeah. yeah like, what's the, speaking of watching car shows on Netflix, what's the weirdest show you think? Are you like going into obscure things now, or are you just like you don't really you're on Netflix anyways? You're probably just like getting into the. I'm just like, happy. To, I'm just happy to get it, get to watch something, right? You know, you get because right. because like I said, for me, like you. The weird, the weird thing um, is a lot of people are like, I got all this time, right? I'm doing all, I'm doing all this stuff in my house, I'm working from home, and we actually got busier at our shop because it's, yeah. it's a construction thing, right? So we got, we thought we were in trouble, and then we got super busy, so we've been working a ton, having less time at home. Mm-hmm. But I am, I am, yeah. Later in the evening, I'm trying to get the Netflix things going. Um, no, I'm still into those uh, car flipping shows a little bit. Uh, they're pretty good, but I watched the first round, first episode of that Jordan one. You know, the last day. Oh, yeah, it's good, hey? It's pretty yeah, good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I know, yeah, even, I mean, the thing is, like, everybody knows who he is, right? Yeah. Like, those scenes, I only watched one episode, but he, he goes to France or something, right? And it's like, basically, the world knows who this guy is. And that's got to be the weirdest feeling ever. And he seems to handle it really well. Um, but, yeah, it's like, on. wow. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I guess he's in his early 20s when he, uh, when he has, like, his breakout year or something. And then he starts winning the titles, and then, uh, I mean, I guess they unveil the story. Everybody knows the story, but, yeah, I can't imagine how you, how you deal with that. Like, how does, you can't go anywhere. You're probably in a situation where you're in your house a lot, right? You know, I guess Same there's deal. things, too, like, when you're a superstar, and you're coming up a superstar, maybe, like, unless you're, like, somebody who's, like, late bloom or something like that, but if you're in university, he was crushing university, and everyone knew he was, and he probably yeah. got used to a level of fame in university. It was, like, it's, like, a step, like, yeah, high school is right. famous, so... Eight, maybe a thousand people in high school think he's famous, make him famous. Then he goes into university, ten thousand people know him, and then he goes from university yeah. to, you know, minor league or summer league or something like that. And is there even a minor leagues? No, it's the University of the NBA, right? There's no minor leagues. But then, like, yeah. Know. So, yeah. I guess there is a progression that you get used to, but yeah. at some point it just blows up. Like, well, how do it you, probably yeah. goes from, you know, when he wins his first dunk contest and his first like you know major win, then he goes to his first con- um you know world championship. Yeah. Even though the Olympics, oh, I think it's insane. Yeah, I think that was the he, they won on the Olympics. I think after his first year or something, or after his NCAA, I don't yeah. even know. No, he's still an amateur. I don't know. I mean, I got just going off the details of the show, but then, yeah, then he's huge. Then he's super famous, and you're like, well, how do you? How does the guy? How do you go globally famous and having like some kind of real life? Like, and he doesn't seem to be that screwed up. Like you hear a lot of, um, 
like big time celebrities and stuff go through all these weird things. They can't handle it, right? Which I don't doesn't doesn't really surprise me. But uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's it's going to be a good story. So I'm looking forward to that. that I got like I don't know what. It's five oh, yeah. or six episodes long, so that'll keep me busy for a while. But. I wonder what the ratio is of people who are famous athletes who are in the structure of a game and the structure of a coach and a team compared yeah. to someone who's a famous um, a famous actor who's got an agent and exploitation is big. Like, yeah. I wonder what the ratio of mental instability is between a professional athlete who gets famous versus a... Yeah. You have standouts, you know, like Rodman. Yeah. Who apparently was less of a loose cannon than I thought he was. Like when they they portray him pretty positively in that show. If you watch the whole show, yeah. it was like an episode. They portray him pretty positively, other than like wanting to go to Vegas. I don't want to ruin it for you, but um. No, he goes off on he goes away with his girlfriend for the weekend or something, and they freak out. Yeah. On him. That's pretty famous. It's a pretty yeah. famous story. Yeah. yeah. So uh, like. Yeah. I'd be curious what the. Yeah, like if the structure of a team and a coach, of that whole lifestyle that way, keeps you from going less batty. Than someone like, you know. Yeah, like a like a. Yeah, someone who's just sort of a solo act, like a musician or entertainer, or whatever, and they've only got their agent to look at them, like, you know, because if if you're if you're Rodman or somebody, like, I think it was, you know, and you're out there being a wild card, let's say, doing whatever, having a good time, yeah. and then, you know, Jordan calls you up and says, "Hey, man, get back to the gym. We got to practice." I mean, what do you? You're yeah. going to say, okay, all right, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on it. Like, I'll be there or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, if you're on your own, I don't know. Maybe you don't have that. You got to have the good network around you, I guess. But well, who's yeah, the, for sure. Yeah, and you must have had, uh, you had anybody sort of semi famous or famous on your on the podcast? You got some pro guys and stuff, right? Uh, well, I've had the mayor. He's fine. Um, they never touch on nobody, that, I guess. Nobody really, like, well, I mean, even, career wise, you've run into like some pretty somewhat famous people. Yeah. Right? But people, and then it sometimes it's like the small time people who are famous in small time towns get more of an ego than when they're big time. Like, yeah, if you're a big fish or a, a like a big fish in a small pond or a like yeah. a small fish in a tiny pond, if you're a small <laughs> fish in a tiny pond. Yeah. I think you get a different scene going on. Um, That's probably true. But uh, this in a town like this, like it's probably more of like the rock star thing than it is the athlete thing, because. Yeah. Maybe not nowadays, but back then when like snowboarding was or skiing was more like um, less discipline. I don't even know this. Maybe I'm way off. But like it seems like the elite of the sports, skiing and snowboarding, are very disciplined now because it's like so become such a big time thing, like Olympics and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm using Sean White as an example, but like people who are like very training words. If you're if you're competing, it's pretty strict structured, I think. Well, I think but, the- there's more money probably. There's, I mean, yeah. the, the access to money is very guided now. It's not like, I remember watching a documentary on, uh, I can't remember what it was, but like, you know, companies would all of a sudden get big fast and they weren't, they were run by like people from the industry, yeah. I guess. And then they'd throw down, here's a hundred grand, man. Like, yeah, go for the season, make a video or whatever. And guys would just be like, you know, yeah, whatever. And there was no, they just, probably through connections and doing something insane and getting some footage of it or whatever. And then, you know, sending your, your VHS tape to the right guy or whatever at the time. Yeah. But I yeah, mean, you'd be a rock star for, I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe you burn out after and you're kind of like, you know, I bet there's probably shoes. a pretty, pretty imbalanced ratio of those who made money and kept it. And those who made money didn't keep it. Yeah. That's hard to keep for anybody. Yeah. You're right. I think yeah. you're right about that. Yeah. But I don't know. Like I think in, the, in a town like this, let's say for example, it's like being a musician where you can get caught up in the party scene and stuff and you might just lose that. Your life gets kind of taken that way. 
Yeah, right. And yeah. I, I've never, I never really met. I, I think there's a, there's definitely a threshold. But yeah, I think those that that the the, the impact on your mental state as yeah. a professional athlete versus a like a, a musician is probably quite different. I don't know though. Who knows? Like we all, I can't, I can't even, I can't even imagine what it's like to be have 65 million followers on like Instagram. Oh yeah. Well then, yeah. and the Bulls thing was even before social media. That was all just done through like whatever Regular TV media. and winning, right? Yeah, newspapers, TV. And maybe there was less, less to choose from for people. So you know, if you do get big, it's all focused on you. But yeah, because uh, there was probably like 10 famous people at a high level, and the rest were kind of here. Now yeah. there's like everybody's here. There's still people up here, but more people yeah. are here because the globalization of being able to meet people and like everything else. You got access, yeah. There's probably yeah. more people with a million followers than there ever was. Yeah. In, and if you can somehow equate a million followers now compared to your fan level 20 years ago, yeah, probably not even close to comparable. You know? No. It would have been like a thousand followers yeah. versus national TV. Yeah. Yeah, and speaking of stuff that <clears throat> sort of catches my attention on Netflix, I like the the rock documentaries. You know, like the old band, the old oh, yeah. stadium bands and stuff. And you think about that, like those guys um, or those people. They were gods. Uh, they were well, but like you only get to pick from the people that are put forward by the record companies, right? In, yeah, true. That. Yeah, that's right. So there's like, okay, they're going to, you know, there's going to be 20 bands at some club somewhere and the record executive goes down and he says, I like, they like those two there. They go signs them up. So then you get to see those guys. You never get to see everybody else back then. Right. So of course you can have stadium, you know, rock bands because you, you, there's only like 10 of them out there, let's say, or 20 popular in the world. Yeah. So you're going to pick them and then all these people are going to go down there because it's the only thing they've got. But now I think you go, there's so many genres and types and people to choose from and whatever else, make your own music. There's all kinds of things. So you don't, you can't get that that mass that would fill up a stadium. Like it's really hard. Yeah, because you know? you're now now everyone can watch twenty bands and not forced to watch one. But the level yeah. of there's probably a median level that's higher. Like now, you can, anybody not anybody but more 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 people can get to a certain point. Yeah, it's yeah. Like that next level. But if yeah, you're right. In the eighties and nineties, even early two thousands. Yeah. If you weren't on a radio station, or didn't oh, make you, a CD. Yeah, like you not. couldn't make a name for yourself. Yeah, so, so people know. people making it now huge is pretty impressive because they have to be that much better to hold an audience when you've got so many other choices, you know. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty. Think about those guys, like, dude, on Instagram, I'll be looking. Those guys with like, I've never heard of them before, and they have like 50 million followers. And I'm like, who's this person? I'm like, what? And then they're yeah. like, yeah, this. And also too, like, I when when I was going to college, um, my buddy Paul Morris. He used to go to he used to go to Myrtle Beach every year, and work there yeah. in the summertime. So he's like you know 25, well maybe 20. Around my he's a little older than me, but anyway, he went to Myrtle Beach every summertime, and he worked at a head shop down there. And he was like, man, have you heard of this band Tool? I'm like, no. He's like, oh, they're so crazy. And even System of the Down. He's like, oh, they're so good. I'm like, I know who they are. Yeah. And he was talking to me all the way through college about them before yeah. I heard about them. Yeah. And when they got here, they were already massive. I think the U.S. somehow they have a way of getting bands can get massive before anybody hears about them. It's like there's a Fred Armisen uh, stand-up comedy show on um, on Netflix. It's called Stand Up for Drummers. You should watch that. Actually, it's awesome. Yeah, he's the guy <laughs> from um, Portlandia. Oh yeah, yeah. He was just that I just show, saw him on uh, Coffee. 
yeah, 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 yeah. So, dude, funny. his stand-up special, he's you could you had to go in and you had to play a drum beat to get into the show. It's called he's yeah. he's an he's an incredible musician. Like, oh, really? He looks like and, him, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, and he's so funny. And so, where was I going with this? Fuck. Um. Uh, getting famous in the you're gonna everyone's gonna get famous in the U.S. before they get famous anywhere else. They're gonna get big time down there. Yeah. I think it's because they have the they have the mass of people and the consumers will eat it up right away. Like you, you got a lot of people that will. They have three yeah. million people down there who can make somebody famous before they even hear about them. Yeah, because that's the thing. You, yeah, flip sides too. You can get famous here, and you got your, like you got like no in money. the tragically <laughs> hip. No one gave a shit about exactly, the tragically right? U.S. But they yeah. fucking loved Rush. Yeah, well, Rush is pretty good. Well, everybody loved Rush south of you know I don't know yeah. Kentucky or whatever down there. But yeah. um, what was I getting at? Damn it, the Fred Armisen thing. Anyway. Mm. His comedy show is good on Netflix. You should watch it, but I forgot what I was, why I was saying it. So um, anticlimactic, man. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, sorry. This is my <laughs> podcast. Just conversations die. That's what it should be called. The dead conversation podcast. Yeah, casually dead conversations. Yeah, yeah I don't where's know. The, where's the banner tonight? I missed the banner. What happened to it? Well, I don't use the it. Backdrop. Yeah, uh-huh. because I don't. I I realize that if it's just this kind of Skype podcast. Yeah. Does it doesn't it doesn't balance it out like I end up having a banner and you're like in your room so I was gonna make one I had this little thing made up and I was like I'm late man I can't figure out my Skype so I'm like I'm like gonna gonna draw one up but then I would have been then it would have been me see then it would have been the whole the flip in the seats like we talked about next time we'll do that I would have been I would have been so stoked would have been sick yeah I got the paper and the marker over there and it just didn't classic it just died same thing right shit banner yeah what I should do is just take a picture of it and then yeah. You could use it as a because you know you can you can make your own Skype backgrounds now where you put on like in a green screen behind you. No, no idea how to do that. I just logged into Skype for the first time in ten years. Yeah, so I guess it's Zoom now does it, but you can like. Yeah, uh, I heard that green screen thing. I use a we use a thing called Microsoft Teams for work all the time, around meetings, and you can have conversations. But they have these backgrounds. You can put like Hawaii behind you and stuff, but it's funny. You're in a meeting, and someone just clicks a button, and all of a sudden they're like sitting like this. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh come on, and they start laughing, and like you know. You should just do like boardroom every time, like. I'm in the boardroom. Board so funny, yeah. <laughs> it would be great to have some kind of like motion where it's like you're falling and everyone's like, "What's going on?" Yeah, that'd be but, pretty good. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, it's uh, it's really cool that. Um, I mean, going back to this whole thing about talking to people and stuff, and it's good talking to you, man. It's cool because I think it's like, you know, we get so distracted and like I know when we're hanging out and stuff, and it's there's so much going on. But in the last time we've had a conversation, maybe biking, we're both out of breath. And, yeah, I'm definitely out of breath when we're biking. Um, yeah, but it's good to like. I think it, yeah, I think it's it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. I think a lot of people are doing it, and I think uh, I don't know your podcasting. It 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 helps facilitate a conversation, which is really nice for people. And I'm surprised what people's motivations are. Like, what's your like when you said you wanted to come on it? I was like, I wonder what. I was like, I wonder what they think the benefit is. You know, we're brothers. You know, I love you and stuff. But I'm just wondering, like, what the benefit is. Like oh, you want a podcast? Yeah. Like are you dessert? Like are you like oh, I want to tell people stuff? You know, like oh, I want to get something off my chest or whatever else. Like I, then it ends up just we did them chatting. But no, I think I'm banking on the fact that you'll get minimum viewers for this one. <laughs> so it'll just be a conversation between <laughs> right. us, right? Yeah, more or less. With the, except for the two people who didn't drop off the the, uh, yeah. the Instagram, they probably switched over right away and they're 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 hooked. Um, well, dude, the first one then, good, um, man. The first one people liked it. So well, then no, I think that I think it was the the comedy thing. I'm like, because right away I'm thinking. I'm liking this. I don't know. I didn't get it before when you were telling me about it, and I should have listened to your opinion. 
uh, but it's cool, and I wanted to talk about it. So that was the big thing. And then, yeah, just catching up in general is good. So. You know what I like about this stuff is that when I listen to comedians and I watch comedians at cars, and I watch a lot of, I watch like pretty much my 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 go-to now is pretty much all podcasts that I watch a lot of. It's because I like the comedian, the the host, and sometimes the hosts are annoying, but um, and they the podcasts are happening so many now, and the ones I watch are all it's like an incestual kind of like everyone's kind of on everybody's podcast in down in California where right. I watch them all. I'm sure the same stories get repeated. Yeah, and the same stories get repeated a lot. Everyone's like, why are you repeating your story? But when friends get together, everyone goes, remember that time? And they all tell the same story over and over again. Like, we'll tell the story of, like, you know, whatever it was, like the mustard across the kitchen hitting me and, like, exploding, right? Or your pet monkey. Your pet monkey, man. (laughs) Yeah, my lies. That was awesome. So those stories get told all the time. And I'm like, why is everybody complaining? Because that's what's the reminiscing and the remembering of those good times. So. On the podcast, you have these times to talk, and why I like them is because you think you know people. You get to know people. Like I've had people tell me that they've, that even though I don't know, I get messages on YouTube and stuff. They're like, "Yeah, your podcast is funny. It's something, but I feel like I know you." And I'm like, yeah, "I don't even know who this person is at all." Who are you, man? You. But then me. I, I talk to you, who I know <laughs> really well. Freaking me out. Yeah, I, and I talk to you, who I know really well. And Not that I, well. Could, I could know you better, you know. Like, there's lots yeah, of things yeah. for years we didn't hang out and. Um. People assume that you just know your siblings in and out. I don't know. Like, because you, you spend, and the older you get, the more time you spend. Like, you still, like, like everybody else, you're like, you know, you know, you, you know each other really well, and then you go on with your own life, right? Yeah. And you go do your own things, and that's just, it's just how it is. Like, everyone's got their own, yeah. you're not going to stay together forever. And not to keep bringing up the family situation, but we put our kids in the same room, <laughs> not locked. By the way, right. sometimes yeah, yeah, right. it should be locked times, but it's like they're in there, they're living to. together, and it's good. Like they're a little bit, you know, spaced at age and stuff, but they they've connected at a young age, and I think that um, we never shared a room, I don't think, but we we definitely lived across the hall from each other, mm-hmm. and you know, you, that's that doesn't go away, right? You just you get that, that kind of connection. And I think for a lot of people, it doesn't work out, and they're just you know they don't they don't connect ever. They just go their separate ways, and that's it. Because I think that what's the saying like you don't choose your family or something, choose your friends, not your family, something like that. Anyway, um, but yeah, I think it's good. Family, this this whole thing again gives people gives family a time to get together and catch up on a phone call or whatever. So, yeah, yeah. I love watching them because like I think about you and I as brothers when we were kids and like instigating and you know like one of us would cause trouble then. Oh, they're doing it. They're else. doing it. They're starting on it now. It's yeah, like, I watched like she's like Johnny, don't grab the camera or the phone, <laughs> and I'm like, here we go. Yeah. It makes me laugh because he's like, it's there's the consequences don't exist in their brain, and the motivation's almost instinctual before it is like any type of like decision making process, right? Like, yeah, I'm gonna grab the phone. I want to talk yeah. now. And you're like, what? Yeah. And it's like, what? And they're yeah. like, here we go. And then you gotta kind of give them both shit because one's instigating it and one's reacting too much, and you're like, hey, come on, like, yeah. You, it's, it's, it's you got trying to teach them. That's the difference. Like I think old school was like you you beat on one of the kids. You're like, don't take the phone right someone's now. Someone's like to blame. Right. You gotta you gotta sort of help them understand. And they the, the weird the thing is that they understand a lot more than you give them credit for. I think. Sure. Yeah. When, you know, when 30 years ago, when people being parents, they didn't they didn't give kids a lot of credit for understanding stuff. He's not most people. Um, but now, yeah, they're they're. I mean, you you can see it. You watch your kids, and they're smart. Like they get they get it. They got a lot more. They, they, they always can't, maybe can't verbalize it or articulate what they're trying to say. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they, they really understand when they, when Johnny's taking that thing away, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, right. 
He's not messing so around. Funny man. He's just like walking away laughing. He's like, and he, it's funny because he kind of he he, he kind of has it together with the phone. He kind of gets it. Yeah. He doesn't, you know. It's really funny to watch, man. And it's like, mm-hmm. I'll stare at the roof because it makes me laugh so hard. Like this, like I'm like, this is super funny. And it might just be like, you know, yeah. Or I'm like, it's it goes black because the phone's under a cushion or something like that while he's doing something yeah. else. Right. Yeah. I. It's funny. Like, um, thinking about what's going on in our lives right now and how it's like somewhat historical, whether it's right or wrong, or whether like we're being hoaxed or not. But what's real enough? It happens. It happens. Yeah. No question. That. I think yeah. everyone. I, I'm just, you know. Kids don't will look back on this, and I don't know what they'll think. We do, yeah, we have and, the hardship's and, not there. Like when when our parents went through like the recession and depression stuff, like things were like like gnarly. Like yeah, we, well, we, talked, we talked about that. Like so, grandparents. I guess people now, if you had grandparents and you're growing up, and they were they went through the depression, they would you know a lot of people that we talked to, they would they'd have like you know a thousand cans of tomato soup in the basement or something. They're just like, you never know. It's like we got a yeah. stock. It's a cheap deal. I bought that. 20 of them because you never know. Yeah. Stuff like that. So now you're going to be like, Hey man, you know what? I just Lysoled my, my car keys again for the 10th time. And you know, I'm going to scrub this doorknob because you never know. Like yeah. our, our kids going to grow up with that. Or they're going to like, even kids now, like a lot of kids haven't left their neighborhoods or their homes in like weeks. So yeah. what kind of impact is that going to have on them? anybody really, but kids specifically, you know, as they, as they go forward, like, are they going to be always afraid to shake somebody's hand? Is that even going to be a, something that's going to happen on the road? Are they going to, you know, wear a mask every time they go into a Walmart for the next 20 years? And what's that going to do them? Like, you don't know, but it is, it is a social, like it's a, it's an experiment, right? We're just, it's never happened. So it's that weird thing. Right one or wrong. Or two, one or two, like they talk about like, you know, you need to get dirty to build up immunities and get germs, pick your nose and eat it. Like it yeah. helps you build up immunities and stuff. And it's like now we're being told like scrub down and wash up. And so when this virus or whatever you, whatever, I, the word virus makes me, I don't like saying it, but I get it. I know what it means. I know what it means. But this thing is like, if we sanitize ourselves to the bone for a certain amount of time, we become more, we become less immune to these things that can get at us because our immune system kind of becomes protected. Yeah. And the second wave comes through and now nobody's got a barrier um, you know, it's like when it stops raining, you take your rain jacket off and starts raining again, you get wet till you put your rain jacket back on again, right? Like it's just like a slower process. Yeah. So I wonder yeah. how that'll affect people. Like if we're trying to like, I don't really, I mean, I follow it, but I mean, I'm, I'm starting to think like there's, there's, and I always thought this, there's a need to get, you know, eat dirt, you know, get dirty and do things because you yeah. need to have the immune system built up to get that going. But if you stay too sanitized, which keeps you safe, but then you can't, it's hard to go back with, because that yeah. barrier is gone. I think there's uh, there's the fear element with this one um, because, you know, you get the flu or something, you get sick, you know, most of the time you you're going to recover, right? Yeah, right. And and if you don't do it on your own, you can go to the hospital and they'll help you, right? And it's like, not yeah. there's not a great risk that you're not going to make it. But I guess, uh, I guess this time around, people were just so like, whoa, like, if it gets gnarly, like we can't help you, you know. Yeah. We don't know what this thing is, and we don't know how to help you. So I think that freaked people right out. I mean, it scares everybody, but it's freaky for sure. Yeah. I think the thing is too with the flu. Whenever, who, if you have the flu, you know you have the flu. The pretty like, much, every, yeah. everyone, everyone pretty knows I have the flu. I guess this thing is like, like if you get the flu, you might maybe you feel like you have a cold, but you have, you feel something. Yeah. It sounds like, and I don't know if this is right or wrong or not. I'm I'm on the fence about a few things, but. 
it sounds like in some aspects, you can have it and not know. I don't yeah, think you can ha- I don't think you can have the flu and not know. Like you get a runny nose, something some things like you do get sick when you have the flu. There's no like it's a matter of degree, so, right? How sick do you get? When right, you have sure. There's a, there's a degree. Yeah, time. sure. But this thing, yeah, I mean, people they say people had it and don't even know it. And we, I mean, who knows? Like it could have ripped through here, you know, February, December. Who knows? Through. You don't yeah. know, right? And because they, they weren't testing anybody. I mean, it's the odds are you just don't know. I guess is the question. Is yeah. the point, but. I think the lasting impacts in the media economy is going to be a nightmare. But I don't want yeah. to get dark about that. I want to. I just think there's like. Um, well, lots of good stuff happened. Like there's all these people like shifting their businesses around to like, okay, so you know, no, we're never going to deliver. Now they deliver all the time, right? Or, or you know, they, we'll never do takeout. Now they only do takeout. So now when it comes yeah. back, they'll have takeout and they'll have whatever. Or um, yeah. you know, um, home 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 deliveries for like Home Depot do it. Canadian Tire does it. The grocery stores do it. Like everyone's doing it. So it's I don't know change if the economy for sure. It could it could it, make it, yeah, better. It'll reset. It could... It'll reset to different norms. Like it won't yeah. be, like if delivery becomes twenty percent more now than it used to be. You know, like it'll keep that number yeah. of store. People still shop, but I think, man, I just want to people. There's people like me who are like, I'm happy to go and you know social distance and go to the store and do these things, but I'm also really weary of, like. The motivations like yeah this thing's real but i don't i think people take advantage of situations like mm. see what's gonna happen in the end but um yeah i think it's it's teaching it should be teaching people that there's more to be thankful for and more aware of yeah than just running through life and assuming you just like you know not looking around well, that was the idea that everyone would slow down and get a chance to look at what's really important all that kind of stuff so I have not slowed down. I'm way busy. It's, it's, it's so right. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I know. I hear. It. I didn't get. I didn't slow down that much. But you, I did a little bit. But yeah, it's. We'll see. I guess how people come out of this and how they react. I've slowed down because I, I've slowed down outside of work, but work's busier. So like, mm-hmm. my slowing down is. I don't have that same outlet. Yeah. Right. That's just hard yeah. to deal with. I'm sure. Yeah. Like if you're sitting at home all day doing nothing, that's probably tough to deal with. But your stress relief doesn't is less more about anxiety and worry about what's going on. Where for like if you're my my work got way busier, so now my stress relief doesn't exist because I can't. You're you just know. Yeah. <laughs> stressed all the time in your apartment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I don't know, Proctor. Yeah. I think um, hopefully we can hang out soon, man, in person. And go for I mean, we could probably I don't know. I don't. I want to go for a bike ride, but I feel like I don't want to get yelled at or punched if I go squamish for a ride or something. So I don't think anyone's punching anybody but there is still it's weird there's signs up you know central traffic only and yeah like the big construction signs and like police patrols that one got me i'm like police patrols and you could see people out roaming around like cops out roaming around you're like that's yeah. that's no, they're, not, they're not really hard about it anyway it's like really it is weird it is strange so. just presence there's a cop there's some cops that roll through here like really slow they roll yeah. through some, like but your neighborhood's sketchy man they're just chilling <laughs> yeah we have a bunch of old athletes here yeah no i think uh it, it won't be long until uh like it looks like it'll be the next few weeks. I'll be re- loosening things up again. Yeah, for that so. type of stuff to get people out. So yeah, riding for sure. Riding will be good. Trails are good. I hear. I haven't been out in a while. But. Yeah, I went for. So I was doing some wheelies today. I'm getting better, man. Nice. Yeah, I was out doing. Jeff and I went for some wheelies. Took some pictures and flowers. Mm, that's pretty good. And, um, yeah, talked some shit. Um, talked conspiracies and then talked what's right or wrong and then mm. biked home. But um, nice. That's a good yeah, day. Proctor. Um, we've been like an hour now, and I think. Uh, good. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I'm not ending it because I feel like we shouldn't talk anymore. But um, 
Part two. People. Stay tuned. Everyone should stay yeah. tuned. The next episode. Part it's three about, coming up soon. Yeah. Six months apart. <laughs> you gotta wait for it. Actually, no, dude. We haven't. This thing was like. A, it's been like two years since I started this thing. Yeah, really. That's pretty good. Yeah, dude. I've just been wow. slow doing them. I took a long time. It's been a long time, man. Yeah. But uh, no, Proctor. It's good to talk. And I, I, I think. Yeah. It's made me realize like I, I miss my family more than I think. You just get caught into things and you just kind of run and stuff. And yeah. Um, it's been good. I think it's just the connection. Even though it's digital, we've been connecting more than I think we normally would, and it's good. Yeah, you get thankful. Thankful for the technology thing is pretty. It's good. I mean, it would yeah. be pretty hard if people didn't have that for sure. Yeah. The old school. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do some work, and I'm gonna try to watch some comedy and make myself make make it make some 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 laughter here. I think because I think it's good for everybody. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Thanks for uh, setting it up. Yeah, man. Thanks for being game for it, man. It's cool. It's stoked to talk to you for sure. It's awesome. I think it's like, I, I know we don't, we probably just talk <laughs> shit. We're mostly talking about the virus, but I think it's funny. Like, what makes me laugh is people are like, people always say, we talked about it before. Again, we're talking about the same thing that's funny. Is we talked to the proctor. And I think it's the family resemblance. People can't get over it. They're like, you guys are identical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We sound the same. I think, I don't think we sound the same anymore. We used to, for sure. Yeah. Well, all right, Parker. Well, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna hit pause. I'm gonna just hit. Uh, I'm just gonna hit. I'm gonna hit stop recording. Okay. You got it.